0: Mike one, Mike one, isn't this a lot of fun? Two, 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 two.
1: Did you, America?
0: to another edition of Did You America Season 3 episode. I was keeping count, but then I forgot.
2: Well, you're also forgetting Spotify actually gave us those 113 Joe Rogan Experience episodes, so that plus like nine.
0: Uh, is that where the count is up to? See, I say that I've lost count of how many episodes we have done. I've definitely lost count of how many episodes Joe Rogan has had removed from the internet. I think
2: it's more episodes than we've done this season. <laughs>
0: I'm just my- kidding. Guessing. It might be more episodes than we've done. Ever. Right. A <laughs> hundred percent. Because it was... Uh, didn't they take off sort of like 14 and then it was like 20 and then it was 70 and now you're telling me it's yeah. it, it's a tri-
2: triple digits now? I just now? Googled. It's 113. And you know, like at first... You know, I, I'm not, I wasn't like following the story hardcore until he just recently put out that message until, over the Until weekend. suddenly
0: you couldn't hear Niels Loftran on R- Spotify. Right, and you went, What? <laughs> what am I going
2: to do now? You know, like all of a sudden I saw these videos of Joe Rogan, like wearing a turtleneck, which is what you do when you're apologizing. You don't put on like your affliction t-shirt. I
0: thought you were about to say, I saw a photo of Joe Rogan wearing a turban. I was going to be like, oh my God, no. What, what have they dug <laughs> up now? they taken Rogan.
2: No, so you know, I, I started watching the video. At first, I was like, oh, this is ridiculous. Like, they're probably complaining over like a handful of episodes, but then, like, you hear 113, you're like, oh. He really uses that word a lot. Oh, uh-huh.
1: uh, But I, is
0: it? Um, so it started off with um, someone telling Neil Young what Spotify was, and then and then he went, "Oh my god, right?" There is like misinformation on here, um, right? The serious XM people that just signed a deal with him, they were like, "All right, tell Spotify this." And he was like, "I'm whatever Spotify is," <laughs> right? Exactly. Um, so the 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 original uh, uproar was about uh, so called misinformation. Um, about COVID, because it's not like you can get that anywhere at all times. It's just purely on Spotify right. during the Joe Rogan right. podcast. The internet doesn't exist <laughs> except for Spotify. Right. Uh, but then uh, and then someone realised that he'd been uh, using the N word. But I don't think that uh, the the. E- I, well, I've got no idea because, as I said, apart from the uh, the David Lee Roth episode, I haven't listened to any. But I, I don't think there's 113 episodes where he's using the N word. Well, right? that's
2: that's the issue. Spotify is Spotify's like they're not saying why they're removing these episodes. So it, it's have... a it's a terrible look for him because the assumption right. after his apology is that they're removing episodes that he says the N word. They need
0: to start labeling properly. Like if you go into something on Netflix or Amazon and they give you a warning of this show contains smoking, nudity, bad. Bad language covid information covid misinformation the n word but mostly just quoted uh, the well, n word blatantly being used in a racist term like i you know you know what it is
2: like you know how the tv ratings will be like tv mature for like drugs nudity right. violence they need that per episode so it'll be joe rogan experience episode seventeen hundred forty three random covid doctor and they'll be tagged covid you know then you'll see like joe rogan experience 1845 willie nelson drugs (laughs) then boom all of a sudden like you know joe rogan experience random comedian anti-Semitism, slight racism. It's right there so you know beforehand. Right, and you know what you're getting involved with before you, uh, you play... Joe Rogan experienced nudity. Yes,
0: please. <laughs> yeah, if only nudity was his N-word problem, right? <laughs> well, his hair,
2: you know, he's showing his bald head all the time.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like he... Uh... So the video that I watched with him... His explanation was that he wasn't using it in a uh, using the n word in a uh, in a racist sense. He was he was quoting uh, how it is being used and having a discussion about it. um, And that uh, as uh, attitudes have evolved since whenever those podcasts went out, originally he now understands that he can't use that word in in any context. That's basically what he said. Right? Yeah.
2: He was he was basically saying. Uh, there's no excuse for using those words. Here's my excuse, but I understand there's no excuse. (laughs) Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which honestly, like, I I make the joke, but... it actually is kind of a, a the best way to apologize because he was saying like, look, this was my thinking then. I understand why it's fucked up and I understand why people aren't happy. But this was my thinking. I can't remove what my thinking was 10 years ago. And it's better that I tell you this as opposed to lie about you. But I never said that.
0: Okay. That wasn't me. Brace yourself, Jeremy Hoffman, because here comes the Jewish segment of today's uh, Did You America podcast. Burn them all! if you're new to the podcast Jer- not like that jeremy's jewish oh right. yeah i'm allowed yeah. to say those things <laughs> but you can't say the j word <laughs> so this is uh, big news in the uk i don't think it's uh, made the news uh, that widely in the states although uh, the person who it concerns uh, jeremy tells me is somewhat of a name in comedic circles um, here in the US But uh, this um, is connected to the point That we were making about uh, the labelling of uh, Joe Rogan If you are given a warning Especially on uh, streaming platforms As to the show that you are about to listen to Or watch That it contains things you might find offensive It's got nudity, you know, whatever, whatever is in there um, Then um, should that suffice as uh, enough of a warning for people to not get uh, outraged by the content. Because um, Jimmy Carr who uh, is very famous in the UK for doing stand-up, but he also hosts game shows. Uh, you tell me that people know him from for being a Netflix comedian Yeah, like he said right?
2: specials on Netflix. He's been on like the Comedy Central roasts, right. I believe.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's got that kind of roasty type uh, humor. Um, so he released a special on Netflix on Christmas Day and apparently everyone who watched it for the first six weeks wasn't offended whatsoever, but then last week, a whole new load of people discovered this special, (laughs) which had been out there for at least six weeks, and they went, what? (laughs) They finally got it in their algorithm. So, um, Jimmy Carr sets this special up by saying that he devised it as a special to get him cancelled or that it's the most cancellable thing that he's done. Right. I, it's based, I haven't watched it but I believe it's pitched as this is offensive I'm making jokes about um uh, uh, potentially very offensive things. Um, What's me, up with British people wanting to get cancelled all the
2: time? Doesn't isn't Gervais, like? Didn't he just say the same thing that well, he wants th- to be cancelled? First of all, we I, do this podcast. You're dying to be cancelled.
0: Uh, Ricky Gervais did make a statement saying that he was going to do uh, uh, the stand up. His next uh, stand up routine was going to be the thing that gets him cancelled. If I was Gervais, I'd be like, "Are you fucking kidding me? Jimmy Carter did it for Christmas. He stole my bed. <laughs> right. Um, so uh, yeah, I'm trying to find the actual. Question if I'd have uh, prepared this uh, better... Uh, Okay, here we go. So, it's an hour-long special on Netflix that was released on Christmas Day. And he explains at the start of the special, this is the quote, Tonight's show contains jokes about terrible things. Then he explains these are just jokes, not the terrible things. Right. Now this is quite a hit list of controversial subjects to make jokes about, because apparently, and as I said, I haven't watched the the special yet, but during this sixty minute special, the topics covered are pedophiles, ugly women, rape, disability, and veganism. Wait, now ugly women is their own group. <laughs> Yeah, but no one wants to be in that group. <laughs> so um, I uh, I should have saved this joke, the one that's causing all the offence, uh, until we recorded the podcast. But I'm going to tell you now that I talk to- because I don't want to set it up as if I'm telling you the joke for the first time and then you laugh because it will be fake. But Hold I told- on, give I- them
2: give them like a 20 minute disclaimer before you say the joke <laughs> though. We don't want to get cancelled. I ga- I told Jeremy this joke earlier and he laughed. I laughed pretty hard. And then you told me not to say what I said ever again.
0: Right. Yes. 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 You won't. You won't give that. No, I'm reaction. not going to do it
2: now. Right. I've been told never to say it again. But I will tell people that I was told to never say it again.
0: Well, I'm saying that uh, you, as a Jewish person, heard this joke for the first time and burst out laughing. That yeah. was your, that was your reaction to it. So, this is the joke that's uh, causing all the offence in the uh, the Jimmy Carr special. When people talk about the Holocaust, they talk about the tragedy and the horror of six million Jewish lives being lost to the Nazi war machine. But they never mention the thousands of gypsies that were killed by the Nazis. No one ever talks about that because no one wants to talk about the positives.
2: See? I can't be the only one. There's people laughing right
0: now. Well, apparently the whole crowd at the stand-up laughed. And apparently for six weeks, everyone who watched the stand-up on Netflix also laughed. And then uh, over the weekend, uh, someone got hold of it and it became a viral story. And now everyone, including 10 Downing Street, which is where the Prime Minister of Britain lives, they are saying this is outrageous. Wait, so you're telling me gypsies run the media? Wow. <laughs> Who would have thought? So um, Cher said I sang about this in Gypsies, Tramps and Thieves in <laughs> the 60s. No attitudes have not changed. <laughs> oh, that's what that song's
2: about. <laughs> is it is saying like is her mentioning like Gypsy in the title is so, like, that's that's not an offensive term. That's just what they are. So, like... I believe you have to... So well, some That's people, like calling the team the Chiefs or the Braves as opposed to the Redskins, basically. Like, the Gypsy is Chiefs Braves. Right. What's, I, what's their Redskin?
1: Oh,
0: all kinds of uh, terms that, that that they use. Well, it's not like he said that. No, but I think it, what he's saying... Is, well, okay, here's the thing. I read the... Um, uh, I saw that jo- I saw that joke in print. I still haven't seen it on the on the Netflix special, and I thought to myself, "Well, it, you know, it, it's the the defense." And actually, he has, I think, since made this defense. But I thought, if he's going to come out and defend this, he could make the point that um, people still have this bad opinion of uh, travelers. I believe that's the politically correct n- name for for, for for gypsies. Okay, um, so yes he's making a joke but the point is that uh yeah people still have this opinion that if a bunch of travelers turn up in the field next door they're going to cause trouble and they don't want them there and blah 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 Um, and he has since said that that is the way that the joke was meant to be taken but also that he devised this whole special um to deal with controversial subjects and make jokes about these issues that people are going to find uh pretty contentious and you know you mentioned Ricky Gervais he made the point uh quite a while ago that you should be able to joke about anything and it depends on what the purpose of the joke is or who the target of the joke is now so there's two ways of looking upon the the Jimmy Carr thing because you could say as he has well I Yes, I'm making a joke about the point that people still have this bad opinion of traveling people if they turn up in their neighborhood, which is a view that people, you know, decades ago had of people of color when they turned right. up in their neighborhood, for example. But you also can go, yeah, but um, was that the point that everyone was thinking when the several hundred people in your stand-up audience just burst out laughing? Right. You know, that's that, that, that's the other side to it. See, that's I. I this is where
2: Jimmy Carr has probably been Americanized a little bit. Like I, you know, we don't have a a huge gypsy population here in America. Like if anything, I I think we refer to them more as like nomads. Like you said, like people who travel around don't really have a specific home, I guess would be our more alternative to that. But like, you know, much like South Park did with Canada, Borat kind of did with gypsies in America. Like, we just... It's kind of something that gets referenced as a joke a lot. So, like, while Americans don't hate Canada, they get used, like, in the joke a lot. And so, like, that's why, you know, someone like Jim Carter, like, that's the good thing to mention in the Holocaust joke. But, like, realistically, like, well. There, like, it's gonna offend people, right? You know what I mean? And I think like, it's and I hear someone would be like, Oh, they're not, you know, that's not really a thing, that's something really they talk about in Borat. There, they're like, Whoa,
0: these are people, calm down, right. man. And I think as well, um, because it's in the context of the Holocaust as well. I mean, I'm sure Whoopi Goldberg is going, Oh, so if I made it a joke, it would have been fine. <laughs> look, I should have had a punchline.
2: Look, I, I'll steal this from Al Franken. I don't understand why anyone's really that upset with Whoopi Goldberg. She chose the name Goldberg, that's true, actually. She appropriated Jewish culture, right? She knew what she was doing. They
0: run the media. <laughs> yeah. So um, the, uh, the 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 Jimmy Carr thing again. If you've got the you get the warning, and it's set up to be uh, this. Uh, you know, we're gonna uh, we're gonna d- d- do a special where we tackle uh, difficult, potentially uh, offensive subjects, um, but do it f- through humour. Is I mean, look. One of the funniest jokes I ever heard Ricky Gervais tell, and apparently, I think this is in one of his stand-up specials, and it was meant to be uh, when he was hosting uh, one of those award ceremonies, and they said, you can't do this during the award ceremony. So there's, this, there's a stand-up special that he does, where he the first 10 minutes is him going, these are all the jokes they wouldn't let me do on the TV. <laughs> That's great. And one of these, uh, it was a, an, awards, uh, an award ceremony that was... Um, Uh, around the time that uh, Caitlyn Jenner came out as uh, transgender and she was uh, remember when uh, you're just in the mood to
2: tell cancelable jokes today here I have one a priest (laughs) and a rabbi walk into a bar
0: remember uh, remember when uh, Caitlyn Jenner was on the front cover of the magazines as being brave and beautiful before she was a Republican right, and then right. people went oh my god forget we said that she has a penis still <laughs> right <laughs> uh, so Gervais uh, says uh, you know it's so great to see such a mix of people here in the audience tonight celebrity A celebrity B uh, Caitlyn Jenner just, uh, just, just a great example for trans people not such a great example for women drivers. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a that's a that's, that's a, a h- that's a funny joke. Right. Is it's not it, making fun of trans. Is, it's, it's making it, fun it, of driving. Is, is it is it uh, is it making fun of trans people? I don't think so, but some trans people uh, may think that. Are you playing up to the stereotype that women are bad at driving cars in the same way that Jimmy Carr's playing up to the the stereotype that people don't like travellers that move in next door?
2: Yeah, but then we get into the argument that's happening in the world of sports right now. Like, does a trans swimmer get to compete with the boys? Does a trans
0: driver get considered
2: the same way as? A woman driver. I don't know. That's the bit, that's the bit you got to deal with.
0: Right, 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 right. Yeah. So, um, so we're basically saying that this, and uh, in the UK, everyone is absolutely appalled with the. Uh, well, uh, the 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 uh, the prime minister is deliberately appalled with it because everyone wants him to resign because it turns he out he, he was having a load of parties during COVID lockdowns. <laughs> like they have just finding more, and in, in much the same way that people are finding these potentially offensive jokes in uh, Jimmy Carl's six weeks after the the Netflix special debuted about a year after the event suddenly people are finding pictures of boris johnson with beers and bottles of wine in his hands having parties at his house when there was supposed to have been a covid lockdown you,
2: you know it makes me proud that like sometimes other countries get played out in the media as like making the big mistake it's not just us it's not the rest of the world just looking at us sometimes england england fucks up too.
0: yeah and before we uh we we'll, we'll move on from this i just uh spare a thought for sharon osborne she actually got fired, right? I feel like she so with the going back to the Whoopi Goldberg. By the way, we have what tell me what you think of the Whoopi Goldberg situation.
2: I mean, look, she chose Goldberg. <laughs> I, 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 here's the thing. We we always joke about how like you always say like, oh I'm so tied into uh, Jewish things I'm always like the first to comment. And the truth is is like, well yes I do joke about being Jewish like I'm not religious at all like i haven't been to temple since Mm. i was bar mitzvah like i don't know a word of hebrew and like truthfully like i don't my beliefs aren't beliefs from like the torah they're more like just from me so like i always say culturally yes i'm a jew religiously i'm more of a jeremist like i kind of just have my own thing Mm. that being said like i do kind of have you know a soft spot for when people aggressively attack Jews for being Jews. So like, you know, when we dealt with the situation here a few weeks ago where the guy busted into the synagogue Mm. and held, but you're like that, like that got me upset because that makes you think like, holy shit, you know, just just because what my last name is and the family i was born into like my life could be at risk one day so like that's what people would have been like i'm not
0: really a go w- bug
2: what he w- said <laughs> was just like it was just stupid and right. incorrect so like i don't really care what she said like i as someone who doesn't think people should be canceled think i don't think she should be canceled that being said if you're going to cancel all those other people, you have to cancel Whoopi. You, it can't be selective. It can't be across, I don't want to be the one to say it, but across political lines. Mm. We were talking about right before we started this podcast. I'm a huge Howard Stern fan. I was literally just listening to a clip the uh, just yesterday uh, from, I think it was like 2008, of him... And everyone in the studio, just openly using the N-word, mm. it wasn't mean how they were doing it. They were referencing other people saying it. But they were still saying it. Right. The same, same, way, same way as Joe same Rogan. As Joe Rogan. Right. But you don't hear him being canceled because... And again, I don't want to be the one to say it, but it's usually down political lines.
0: Right, 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 right. Well, the thing with Whoopi Goldberg, I don't think that uh, Whoopi Goldberg should be cancelled. I think the fact that they suspended her and basically said, you need to go away and think about what you've said is probably the right way to deal with it. But then it seems to me that uh, she's gone away and thought about what she said, and then she doubled down on it, right? Well, the mean, other- and also the other thing, talking about it being down political lines, the... Um, she says what she says on... Uh, I get them confused. She's on The View, right? Yes. So she says what she says on The View. There's understandably uproar about it. And then uh, Colbert goes, oh my God, one of my left-wing friends is being attacked. <laughs> Clear the guests. Let's put Whoopi on tonight. Whoopi. He, w- he would never think about getting Joe Rogan on no, to have that conversation. But what but, but, but. So, okay, so that's how they work because the left protects the left in the media. And then she goes on there and really she made the situation worse. It's
2: just like... on. Oh, it just shows that you know she's the lead of remember when The View like kind of had like a little bit of like news respect because of Barbara Walters? Right. Now Whoopi is the lead, and don't get me wrong, I love Whoopi as an actress and a comedian. But she's not like a newswoman, she's not a political as and like this is not something she knew about. It's the most obvious thing. If you translate any of Hitler's speeches, he's constantly mentioning the Aryan race. Yes. Race. Race is always a part of it. Not to mention. As mentioned in the Jimmy Carr joke, Jews were not the only ones in the Holocaust. Mm. Guess what? Black people were put in, the hol- in concentration camps too. He only liked that you know one that guy he gave a job to, right? That was because of race. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: you know, again, like, and the only like the one guy. I don't fault. Whoopi. He was like, the, was he, who was the gay One Girls right. you, you can suck cock, but the rest yeah, of all them, everyone else, the rest of them, in me, you go. Yeah, fire me. up,
2: fire up the ovens. <laughs> you, you ask me, they all kind of suck cock or whatever. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, it just shows like Whoopi. It's I don't fault her for being ignorant. Just like I don't fault Joe Rogan or Jimmy Carr right. or anyone for having ignorance. I'm I'm extremely ignorant on so many things. Mm. They still let me talk.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, that is that is very true. And also, here's a this is uh this is a conspiracy theory that oh, I've no. got.
2: Oh, I gotta grab my tin foil
0: hat. <laughs> so you know, the, the in terms of uh, rules for one, rules for another. So Whoopi Goldberg gets to uh, be suspended and also gets to go on Colbert, where she could have made it better, but she made it worse. But right. that was that was her right um, for saying what she said about the Holocaust. Sharon Osbourne merely supported Piers Morgan in the Meghan Markle situation, and she got fired. So first of all, if you're on The View, you should be giving a view, right? Yes. Now, Whoopi Goldberg's view was clearly not a view that people should have, and, you know, she she needs to get educated on that. But at least the whole point of the show is to have a view, and she she gave a view. So for that reason, I think she shouldn't be fired. She probably could have dealt with the go and sit and think about what you've done, spend some time by yourself a little bit better. But apparently, on the talk... You can't have a talk. Right, no, them's the rules. But I also say this, right? Here's my little conspiracy theory. To go back to the joke you made earlier on, I mean, there is this notion that's existed for quite some time that it's Jewish people who run the media. and Maybe that's, you know, that's... We've had it out
2: for Osborne for years.
0: Well... It's in
2: the Torah.
1: But that wasn't the problem, was it? Because there was nothing Jewish related to that. Has Meghan Markle taken over? Because <laughs> I'm looking I'm looking, at the power, looking at the power structure here. Meghan Markle seems to be wielding more power
0: you than think- the Jewish... Look, Whoopi Goldberg went on and said that the Holocaust wasn't about race and she gets to like stay at home getting paid for a minute and then she can come back again. So she said, screw
2: being the Queen of England, I'll be the Queen of Hollywood where there's real power. Whoa. Yeah. Let me take off my tinfoil hat. Because this is some real shit,
0: dog. (laughs) Something to think about. (laughs) All right. Uh, We need to talk about uh, Super Bowl bets. It's one of Jeremy's favorite things. Uh, There's actually some news on the Queen. She's celebrating a very significant uh, anniversary this week. And uh, if we have some time as well, uh, I'd like to discuss the new Janet Jackson documentary, which I haven't seen, but much like the Jimmy Carr special, that doesn't stop me having an opinion on it. Never has, never will. All right, let's do uh, part two of today's Digi America. Quick update on the songs of the week from last week. Uh, New York producer chose Keep It Up by Rex Orange County. 4% of the vote. Jeremy went with Love Letter from a Red Roof in.
2: Oh, I already forgot. I gotta got
0: go back It's by St. Paul and the Broken Bones There it is no, Anyway 9% doesn't matter uh, Shinedown won 87% of the vote with uh, Planet Zero uh, Here are your three new choices for this week There will be a poll on my Twitter At Ian Canfield should you wish to vote uh, I have chosen the latest song from Bastille Which is called Back to the Future I'm going with the new one by Dr. Dre and Eminem Gospel <laughs> And New York producer uh, choosing the new Red Hot Chili Peppers Black Summer So Back to the Future by Bastille Deal. Gospel by Dr. Dre with Eminem, or Black Summer by Red Hot Chili Peppers. You can vote throughout the week for Song of the Week. Have a look at the poll um at Ian canfield on Twitter. Um is, I haven't heard Gospel. Is it uh, they're gonna be performing that at Super Bowl halftime? Um, so I, I I think it's a great song, but
2: I don't think it's good enough to make it into the set list where you have five legends and you're know, only like twelve minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah. But you know, don't worry. There's plenty of other bets we can make about music. Is it,
0: uh, how acceptable is it? Because remember, I've still got this thing that they're going to go out, like uh, Snoop and Eminem especially, play the early material uh, and just upset, uh, you know, bitch motherfucker fucker fucker in the ass bitch bitch <laughs> motherfucker right well that's I that mean, was the title of the first album
2: that's kind of what you gotta be expecting when you ask for these artists to be on the stage you know I don't think they're gonna I don't think they're gonna hold back just because of the audience I think you're gonna hear a lot of you know TV where it's like real choppy during the live performance because they're trying to bleep it out live right. so there's just like six seconds missing I think you're gonna get a lot of that during this yes. so
0: uh, we need to get into the bets because uh, oh, yes. uh, it's uh, football and, and gambling are two of uh, Jeremy's favorite things um there are bets that people are making on the, the halftime show at the moment, so well, one of the bets is, will Eminem be censored? Uh, and the odds are yes, with uh, 64% thinking that he will be censored. I think he's already decided that's absolutely happening, which is why he's getting the deaf people up to do the... Um, he's going to do a sign language interpretation, so that... Because uh, he's getting some deaf rappers on stage, right? And they're going to sign the performance. Yeah, they're just going to be flicking off the audience the whole time. <laughs> (laughs) We know the sign for FU. It's right
2: there. I don't think we need to bring two guys from Detroit just for that. You can have anyone flick off
0: the crowd. Um, Snoop Dogg smoking during the halftime show. This is very surprising to me because uh, I would say that is an absolute dead cert. But uh, people are saying uh, that that's not the case. Apparently the the odds are good because no... Snoop Dogg won't smoke during halftime is fifty nine percent. Yeah, so they uh, the way that odds work, you kind of like
2: it's on like a hundred scale. So like for me, I took that bet at plus one fifty. I threw twenty dollars on it, which essentially means I'll win thirty dollars. That's almost a given. Mm. Snoop Dogg, I've, we've talked about this on the pod before. Snoop Dogg has never performed without weed. There's a reason they did this event in Los Angeles. It was solely so they can allow Snoop Dogg to smoke during the halftime right. show. It was going to be somewhere else. They're like, we have to move it for Snoop. <laughs> There's so many. First of all, this time last year, if you remember, the the uh, the, super, the NFL season added a week this year, so. This exact date, a year ago, we were discussing my success in last year's Super Bowl, where I placed over a hundred bets. And if our dedicated listeners remember, I won, I believe it was like seventeen cents total. Like not not like I lost all the bets and then seventeen cents. Like I broke even so, yeah, by 17, 17 cents. cents yes. So this year I'm I'm trying not to go as crazy. Yeah. You know, I'm not making a hundred bets. So far I've only played 62. <laughs> <laughs> and there's six days to go. <laughs> right, I still might play some more, but there, there's some really good bets here this year. And I think I think I can help our listeners make some money. Okay. So first of all, let's get the boring stuff out of the way, then we'll get to the fun bets, alright? Yeah. Bengals. They're the underdogs in this game. They're the spread is Eternal four and a half points.
1: Flame. Did that joke let's, last
2: time. The, the Rams? are going to be having a manic Monday after this Super Bowl because the Bengals, the Bengals may be the young team. Maybe their momentum died with this with this week off, but the Bengals are coming in hot. They've been some of the best teams. And four and a half points, that's a joke. Take the Bengals plus four and a half. If they lose, they're only going to lose by like three, and then you still win. Uh-huh. All right. Boring bet one out of the way. Boring bet number two. Are we going to go through all 60? No, 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 okay. no just a couple.
0: I was going to say, my God.
2: Boring bet number two, MVP. <laughs> It's either going to be Joe Burrow or it's going to be Matt Stafford. If you want to have a value pick in there, Aaron Donald for the Rams. I think he is at like 18 to 1 odds. He's the best defensive player in the league. The, the Bengals have a horrible offensive line. If they win the game, it will be defensively. Aaron Donald is a good choice for MVP. Flip side of it, sometimes you get a random MVP. Sometimes all you need is one random player to have an interception and take it back for a touchdown. And all of a sudden, he's the MVP of the game. I'm going to take that risk for the Bengals. Former Dallas Cowboy Chittabe Awuzie. You get like 33 to 1 odds with him. All right. It's time for the fun bets. This is where you really make the money. Coin toss. Right. <laughs> coin toss every year. Everyone's like, what? Well, it's a 50-50 bet. It's the smartest bet. Screw 50-50. I am now 7 out of the last 10 years nailing my coin toss bet. And while I'm normally a heads guy, I'm making the switch this year. This year... The coin toss will land on tails. Minus one fifteen. Take that. All right. All right. This this is a special one. The over under on the national anthem length. It's set at one thirty eight. Who's singing the national anthem? Someone named Mickey Guyton.
0: Did, yeah. Drake, did Did uh, did did uh, Jay Z sign him? I don't. I think it's a her. Oh, I don't know. Well, Who's, you don't know these what's days. What is
2: Mickey? What is a Mickey?
0: <laughs> it could be a guy.
2: It could be a girl. It could be a pill that makes people pass out. I don't know. <laughs> Mickey Guyton is trying to make a name for his or herself. Right. Over one thirty-eight, she's gonna be holding out. He, she's gonna be holding out all the notes. Mm. Take the over on that one. I call this the Campfield Special. How many dogs will appear in Super Bowl commercials? The over under is at six and a half. Uh, Do you want the under?
1: No, if they're on the
0: TV, I'm all right with them. Well, you're going to be I,
2: very scared because we're taking the over. There's going to be at least seven dog commercials no, this year. I would year. go for that. Yeah. They're yeah everyone that yeah. but you <laughs> loves dogs, they got to put dogs in the commercial. Right. Okay. Yeah. A few more bets. Halftime show. The opening song. They're bitch just, motherfucker, fuck, fuck, fuck him in the ass Fuck, close. fuck, 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 Very bitch, close. bitch, bitch No and s- Replace a couple of those bitches and fucks With mom's spaghetti Because Eminem's Lose Yourself Is not only the clear Oh yeah open- the dun, 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 it's, not, it's the greatest opening song ever There are only a few intro songs Better than Lose Yourself I'm talking Eminem's Front by The Who I'm talking Sirius The Alan Parsons Project Maybe you can throw up, pump up the Jan (laughs) Tectonics. But lose yourself? Nothing gets a crowd pumped like lose yourself. And it's not even the betting favorite. They think California Love's going to be the first song. Not without the Tupac hologram. And you're not putting the Tupac hologram out first. Plus 600, if you don't take that bet, you're an idiot. That is 6 to 1. Put uh, put your house on it. Put everything (laughs) on it. Okay. Okay, last song I just mentioned. They won't let me bet if the Tupac Hologram will be there, but I've been saying it for a full year now. California Love will be the last song, Mm -hmm. and there will be a Tupac Hologram, plus 150. Snoop Dogg Smoking, absolute yes, plus 110. Wardrobe Malfunction, my favorite bet of the year. They're kind of screwing us, though. Normally, there's outlandish odds for this one, because they know. They know after Janet. There's not going to be another titty shot. Janet's in the news. Mary J is trying to get back on top. Yes, there will be a wardrobe malfunction. Plus 950. I would like the odds to be a little better, but whatever. We're taking it. We take it every year. Last two bets. Color of the Gatorade. Everyone wants to take the color of the team. I've been screwed on that year after year after year. Don't take the color of the team. No one wants to drink orange or red or yellow Gatorade. Mm -hmm. You know what everyone wants of Gatorade? They want blue. Blue is the clear best flavor of Gatorade. If you think differently, you're a terrorist. Plus 600. (laughs) Last bet. What will the MVP thank? Gold. It happens every year. Every year I bet it, and every year I win it. Plus 225. MVP will thank thank God. Final point on the Super Bowl. Final score, Bengals 2320. You follow (gasps) that list of bets. You're going to be a freaking millionaire. Screw NFTs. Screw Bitcoin. Screw selling your, you know, family's heirlooms. Bengals, 2320. You heard it here first.
0: From the man who won 17 cents last That's year. That's a
2: lot of bread, brother.
0: <laughs> the um, the Janet Jackson thing, uh, you mentioned her. I guess it's uh, timely that she would have this... Uh, documentary on Lifetime uh, leading up to the Super Bowl uh, because, uh, you know, the funny thing, I've feel felt sorry for Janet Jackson because um, I, uh, there was one time I went to see one of her shows and I didn't want to go. I was in LA and a friend of mine got tickets and we had the front row tickets and, and, uh, and and uh, I saw a set list of the stuff that she'd been playing, and I said, "Oh, you know, Stephen, I don't know if I can deal with like it was like thirty seven songs." I said, "It's a lot." Of ja- I mean, I'm what? not 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 a fan, but like I don't think I'm that big into Janet Jackson. they said, "No, I've seen her before. It's like the Janet Jackson mega mix. She doesn't just do the greatest hits; she does the greatest hits of the greatest hits. So it just goes like." Verse, chorus, chorus, next song. Verse, chorus, chorus, next song. And, um, and oh, So I- it's like 37 songs in 37 minutes. I swear to you, uh, and, and I was still a little bit reluctant, uh, but my buddies, I blagged these really good seats. We'll be up the front. I said, okay, let's go. Also, he got us access to venues called The Forum in Los Angeles. They have this amazing, it's called The Forum Club, this like VVIP bit backstage, and they always do a massive, and I mean massive, cake The artist, and he said, "You're going to be able to put so much Janet Jackson in your mouth," (laughs) and uh, and I said, "It's not normally my kind of thing," Uh, but I tell you what, mouthfuls of Janet Jackson cake and the show—what a combination! And after me, now you can—I mean, I know it's difficult for you to imagine me moaning, but you could. Stephen would tell you that the entire journey to the venue was me in the car going. (sighs) I can't fucking believe I'm going to see Janet Jackson (laughs) (laughs) and then uh, and he said I'm telling you she rips through the songs anyway she came on and she was great like the Choreographed uh, the choreography was great, and uh, I think she was singing live. It said was, it was a great, like, show, show the spectacle of a show. So I was kind of lost in the spectacle of the show, and I knew a, b- a bunch of the songs that were being played. And uh, yeah, I was enjoying it. And Stephen taps me on the shoulder, he's pulled out like the set list on his phone, and he goes, Just so you know, we are 15 minutes in, and she is on song 10. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, those are pretty good numbers. I mean, it was
0: good. So, 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 yeah, so, so I kind of became a, went in like uh, I, I was. I was going for the cake, which, by the way, did not disappoint. Great cake, and I came out um, quite a Janet Jackson fan. So I kind of almost feel a bit sorry for her that the you know she she's she's got this great talent, but she's always remembered for being a Michael's sister and be the wardrobe malfunction victim at the Super Bowl. Aka, AKA my first boner. <laughs> well, yes, you have very fond memories of that, right? you Best believe it. So um, there's this uh, thing that's on um, Lifetime, uh, the, the the Janet Jackson documentary. Um, it's not I,
2: really getting the height you know like it, 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 this, remember like they started promoting it at the end of the whole Britney thing right. and everyone was like oh my god now Janet's gonna be the next Britney we're all gonna remember and forgive her and like there was a lot of like you know talk and I've seen a lot of stories over the last year but like now that the documentary's out like no one's really talking about Janet all that much
0: no I think the, the so the, the big takeaways really from it were that um, she told Justin Timberlake not to talk about the wardrobe malfunction And he did. And so I think people... He was like, are you kidding me? I ripped your titty, girl. Tell everyone. (laughs) Right. And I think people's takeaway from that was, well, you know, you could look upon this in 2022 as being like, well, he got away with that and, uh, and, you know, she bore the brunt of that and that's kind of like a sexist outlook. But when it's up against the Britney conservatorship, it's not quite as shocking. Look, the lyrics to the song
2: are... I'm have you naked by the end of this song. You know where Janet screwed up? She didn't rap genius the lyrics right before. <laughs> she would have known. She's clearly going to rip my titty.
0: The other thing. Show off that star nipple piercing to the got world. A, got a little bit of attention was um, the fact that she said that uh, Michael used to tease her about her weight. And I thought, well, you know, in Michael's defense, if you just surround yourself with six-year-olds, fully grown adults... Are gonna look huge.
1: <laughs> no? I mean, oh I, I, I would God. say, and I, I don't know. <laughs> That's such a good point. Right? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I, again, I haven't
0: got lifetime, so I haven't seen the documentary. But I, but so I don't know if it if it's just her talking or if you get an interviewer. But if I was the interviewer, and you know, uh, even if I was off camera, but you could hear me asking the questions, if she spoke about that, and obviously, you know, this is from a long time ago because he's been dead a long time, but you know, she she still remembers it. I would just go, but uh, Janet. He didn't.
1: He didn't mean it. I mean, think of it in Michael Jackson's terms. He's just like, Oh, Janet, I like six-year-old little boys. You look so big to me."
2: <laughs> I, no? like, I like the idea that, like, she's the one person that he's willing to admit. Like, oh yeah, I'm into six-year-olds. Now back to making fun of you. <laughs> also, like. How weak-minded is Janet Jackson? I mean, like, she has the ultimate argument Trump card. You're fat. You did a little boys. <laughs> that wins every time. Right, right, right. There's but- no comeback to that.
1: I just like the little people, not the dwarves, <laughs> just kids. And actually, little boys, because... I don't know if you noticed, but there's not many little girls in the footage. (laughs) That's true, right? That's not really my thing. (laughs) I like the little penises. Oh God!
2: No, <laughs> it's, it was like the hot dogs. See, no, the were, hot... You were talking were, about wieners, but there wasn't
1: like. Did you have? Was the? There... 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 They were always little boys, right? Yeah, were... yeah, right. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, Janet, Michael Jackson I just said... can't. I just can't figure you out because you're a fully grown adult and a girl, and I don't have adults or girls around me. What about the that? only time I had a girl was when someone said, "Michael, this is. A, we're going to make out. This is your kid, and you got to hold it up for the photographers." And the fucking kid nearly jumped out of my... I nearly killed a little girl jangling out of the balcony. Do you remember that day?
2: I think that was a boy. Oh, was it? I think that was his son. Yeah, a Blanket that's a boy
1: oh that okay that sounds
2: like a... what about that voice makes you think that Michael was a straight pedophile <laughs> that's what gay pedophiles sound like straight pedophiles sound more like hey hey how you doing little girl Come to my van for a little bit you know? Michael Jackson that's not the same singing voice you don't make thriller with that voice you become a truck driver with that voice
0: so uh, yeah so I you know Janet like uh, don't feel so bad about that you ain't got no perspective when uh, you know there's an age limit on six he's got those kind of uh, you know the um the if you go to the um the uh the 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 um, um amusement parks fun fairs yeah. type places uh they've got those things where you have to be a certain height to go on them as a kid at never neverland it was the other way around for michael jackson like if you were you had to be under a certain height. Right. oh my god All No the doors were tiny you're
1: just too big you can't come in you have to like, you've exceeded the height limit
2: every door is essentially like a doggy door like well if you can't get through you can't get through <laughs>
1: i just like little boys and chimpanzees i like that chimp
2: oh my god what was he doing with the chimps
1: he had the chimp didn't he he had the yeah. pet chimp oh my not god not not chimp sir
0: where's Chimper? that documentary it was i don't know well i don't know what happened to the chimp i don't know well we know what happened to the boys right now yes. we, need a, they're in we need a Netflix documentary they're in, they're in, they're in about what, what happened to the 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 To be honest the only other thing that came up from he the clearly Jim- had sex with the chip from right the, from, the, from the from the Janet Jackson uh documentary uh was that uh she said that um she didn't believe for a second that uh Michael was a child abuser but Well, again- yeah
2: because then them royalty monies wouldn't be coming into her bank again Janet hasn't made an album in years let's be real that Michael money's still coming in
0: hard yeah well you know that's what has been my theory on Michael Jackson and I don't know who did it but I totally believe that he was killed because he was becoming so much of a liability for future earning potential because he still generates so much money Mm -hmm. damn Uh, it Michael eventually they're going to realize what pretty young thing is about (laughs) And they, um, they were you know and he was supposed to do all those shows in London that he was clearly not in any kind of shape to get on stage and perform a song let alone do 50 shows that was the um, that was what was anticipated
2: I don't know I've seen some high musicians before
1: no but with Michael Jackson you needed the whole yeah, Rabin, but then they could have done it.
2: like the InSync so remember the InSync Bye 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 video where they were all on puppet strings? They were just gonna do that with
0: Michael. Well, you, can,
2: I... <laughs> you can moonwalk as a puppet all day.
0: No, I I do I honestly some capitalist you are. I, 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 well, I believe that there was you know, it was kind of like it was gonna be insurance fraud. We need to get rid of him because he's <laughs> never gonna be able to do true, this true. we <laughs> He's never gonna be able to do these shows. And then someone went, Oh, and you know, there's probably like years and years and years of allegations and documentaries that are gonna come out. On like the terrible things that he did while he was
1: Janet, you're so big uh,
0: because you're an adult. In her defense,
2: she was kind of hefty at that time. I'm clearly joking.
1: You know, if they do, if you do that show at the forum where they have that big cake of you, don't eat (laughs) them.
2: No, just eat the belly off first. You'll look thinner. Oh God. And just, like, cut off the Justin Timberlake part. We Why should've... they decided to put that in her cake, I'll never understand.
1: We
0: should have started this podcast with, like, right, so we're going to talk about Whoopi Goldberg and the Jews, but later there'll be some offensive jokes about Johnny Jackson, so I'm just flagging this up like Jimmy Carr.
2: Well, no, we'll do it like the Rogan episodes, you know? Episode number, and then we'll tag it with offensive. <laughs> towards, I guess, like, hefty women. <laughs> well, they be... are great dancers. <laughs> When their tits are out. <laughs> oh,
1: <dear. laughs> do you want to do a quick bit on the Queen before we're done? Sure, why not?
0: Um, queen, congratulations. 70 years on the throne this week. Boom. It's a, Do you know who the Queen is? Who? Like the band? <laughs> it's... Like Game of Thrones. Like she's the one with the dragon? <laughs> It's her golden jubilee. So they gave her a dragon. No. Dragons are still a thing in England, right? Right. <laughs> they um, they made some merchandise in the UK and uh, you know uh, I'm always telling you that in England everyone is lazy and no one can get anything done right uh, exhibit A uh, there was supposed to be some uh, merch that said uh, the Queen's Golden Jubilee due to a spelling mistake it said the Queen's Golden Jubilee
2: <laughs> which sounds so
0: sexual uh, <laughs> yeah
2: yeah Queen let me see them Jubblies <laughs> You'll be know, like hang her low cuz she's all The old. Golden
0: jubbly does sound like the name of the worst redneck strip club.
1: <laughs> like I'm surprised
0: you you haven't been to one with a similar name at some point. You know what? I'm going go to name my first born Jubilee. I'm going to go down to Louisiana. Golden Jubilee's <laughs> opening a five.
2: Hey, let's go down to the Jubilee. Come here, Jubilee. I'm telling you it's a great name. It
0: yeah, got titties and chicken fried steak.
2: Personally, I don't even know what a Jubilee is. Let's go with Jubilee. It's a way cooler word.
0: I do think though it uh and I've mentioned this before it uh, adds weight to my idea that uh, my Princess Diana Ashtray at some point is going to be worth so much money Diana is spelt correctly Oh, of it's, 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 an, it's an actual picture of her. I don't imagine that you can get Diana ashtrays anymore because no one smokes anymore. And in comparison, like a Princess Diana vape pen? No. <laughs> like, I'm talking about your, your proper vintage, uh, old school ashtray with a photo of Princess Diana, the people's princess on it. Although if you were able to do the, like, technology
2: of... You remember, like, those nudie pens where when you would flip them upside down, like... It would make it look oh, like yeah, the, the naked
1: lady pens. right so
2: you make one of those a princess diana as the juice of the vape pen is going down boom titties oh. out that's a jubbly
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> That, that's, that's in,
0: the, in the gift store of the Golden Chudley the, uh, the strip club that opens at 5pm in Louisiana Love it. and
1: they're like well she was the people's princess which,
0: and here are the people's princesses cans <laughs> you know it's funny those um, pens I don't know why this is a very, typically British thing you probably don't get them anymore but I remember that they were available when I was a kid but here's the thing only on the seafront that you could so that you'd have to go you'd go to like the the, the by the coast, right? right? Um and there would always be stores, right? There would—I remember yeah. this from a little kid—and there'd always be it would be a thing that you go and have fish and chips, right? Because there was a belief that if not that not that anywhere in England is far from the sea, because it's actually a little island, yeah. right? But there was a belief that so I so for example, like I grew up in Essex, right? Um, which it, there's part of Essex that's on the coast. So when I was a kid, uh, with my family, my sister and I would drive maybe 30 minutes to the coast if it was a rare sunny day in England, right? Oh, to
2: get, like, the fresher fish...
0: That was the belief Right That if you drove 30 minutes Because you were on the coast The restaurant giving you fish and chips Because you've got a view of the sea Is serving better fish than the restaurant That's five minutes from home
2: In defense of England You've told me about how, how inefficient
0: they are I kind of believe that it would take 30 minutes For them to ruin fish <laughs> But the uh, but it, it used to be like Oh we'll go down to South End it was called Right South right. End Was one of the coastal results in, the, in, in Essex in the UK Go to South End get fish and chips and see the naked lady pens and i don't know (laughs) now i get i think the thinking that if you are uh only 30 minutes from the coast when you're actually at the coast the fish would be fresher that's i don't think that that's correct but i understand that okay i can see the water that fish come from the water okay that's the thinking what the fuck was it with only naked lady pens by the coast like i get i guarantee you That anywhere where you could see a beach, there would be a gift store with the turn it upside down, naked lady pen. Couldn't get them in London. It's because
2: obviously there's no rules once you go out to sea. Nautical rules, let the titties out. (laughs) England rules, cover up.
0: Maybe, maybe, I don't know. And the other thing in the royal news is uh, that the Queen has uh, basically said that... um, She might not have that much uh, time left because, you know, she's very, very old. And she's announced that she wants Princess Charles's wife, Camilla, to be named Queen Consult after she dies. Now, I bring this up because most of our audience is American. And in my experience, Americans, like, they're way more into the royals than I ever was because I just think the royal family is a a, a ridiculous concept. Um, I don't even know what uh, Queen Consult means. But I was kind of disappointed in this because... There's this show on HBO Max, which is an animated thing called The Prince, and it is all about the royal family. I'm amazed that I think it's actually been banned in England. I don't think it's been on air there because people think that it's so outrageous, but it's HBO Max in the States. And there are only 10, 15 minute episodes, but it's how I think the royal family are behind closed doors. It's completely dysfunctional. The Queen says fuck every second word. Um, the kids are all horribly spoiled Harry is just thick as shit and his wife's like a not very good actress who just can't get any work but (laughs) she's she's decided to like feed off of the royal family all that kind of stuff Um, what a fake portrayal right and in and in the TV show um, uh, Camilla isn't allowed to talk around the Queen but Prince Charles is always saying to Camilla don't worry mummy loves you really blah 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 and it's basically portrayed that the Queen hates Camilla
2: okay now let me ask you this Camilla is the diana replacement yes okay she was the clone they brought in when they killed off the other robot well
0: no i think she was the one that charles was fucking when he was with diana but he didn't really want to be and so they got rid of diana so then further down the line they could get married and it could become an official thing but i I tell you this i'm i I will put money on the fact that camilla has never been in an ashtray Okay, so it was,
2: well, I mean, who would want smoke on her? She's almost the queen. <laughs> Let me ask you this, though. So once the family created this bionic woman to replace the one that they want to get rid of, did they, like, why, now she's married to, what is it? Charles. Philip, Charles. Oh, Philip is the to die. Yes. Okay.
0: Which is also funny because in the- Who's the one that chops heads? <laughs>
2: I always ask this, you never tell me. When does the head chopping happen? I've seen
0: the guillotine. To add to my theory that the... Um... Uh, the, the show The Prince is a real life portrayal. It was made before Prince Philip died, right? But in the episodes I've watched, he is a corpse.
1: They just wheel him <laughs> around. So, so it they're was, now like the so, Simpsons. So yes, they so predict yeah. everything. So not, not only was it
0: a realistic portrayal, it was also a vision of the future. So, so, okay. So now we know
2: she she's married to Charles, who is the son of the Queen.
0: Right. And okay. so,
2: so he would. So he becomes the King yeah, and when she, she dies. Right, right. Doesn't that technically? All, doesn't by default then Camilla become the queen well, why does the queen have to announce because, that she's the queen b- because I think um, that, I, I, by what we know of a queen is the queen is married to the king
0: right yeah but I think the thing is with the, with these royal families they reserve the right to change their mind I mean Henry VIII how many wives did he get through he's like I couldn't decide off we head Oh, now off, there's off. a Henry <laughs> but here's my theory on this because I, I, when I read this, I'm like, oh, no, the Prince TV show got it wrong? she actually likes Camilla and
1: then I thought you know you know what this is she just wants any headline that's not Prince Andrews a pedophile
2: <laughs> so she's going to basically make up a title and be like oh, take your mind off the pedophile yeah, right
0: yeah, yeah yeah yeah. absolutely absolutely See, it's, the same, it's that... the same as Boris Johnson going forget about the video that someone mocked up of me singing fight for your right to party because I had loads of parties <laughs> in my house during COVID lockdown let's talk about how Jimmy Carr hates Jewish people so Maybe, maybe what they're doing
2: is they should go the other way. She shouldn't be doing this to Camilla. She shouldn't be trying to distract us from Andrew. She should get on the side of the anti Andrew people. You know what she should do? She should force Andrew into a sex change and make him queen. <laughs>
0: No, she stripped Andrew of all of his royalness, right? Yeah,
2: but I mean, how embarrassing would that be? Sure, then he's still in the royal family, but now, you know, he's But he's woman. not anymore.
0: They've got rid of him. That She's gone, like, I don't, I think she was. You can't get rid of him unless she, you, you know, tunnels him. <laughs> well, he's
2: think... still going to be there. So flip it She's on his like, head. Okay,
1: all right. Well, I think we can't use the tunnel
0: anymore. Well, can we Epstein him? I mean, I <laughs> like, tunnels, hangings, like, it's all fine.
2: I don't know. I think I'm officially starting the movement to elect mimics... Prince Andrew I... Queen actually
0: mimics the queen there with use, putting my cell phone up to my ear as if she uses a cell phone. You know why and I didn't
2: react to that? Because she's clearly never used a cell phone. You need like the old school rotary phone. She doesn't I wouldn't believe no, that. She doesn't
0: do that. She gets out a quill pen <laughs> and she goes, number one, tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> number th- two, Epstein him. Dash, you know what I mean. Number th- <laughs> Number three... Off with his head. Number four, really, if we can't do the previous three, just off with his royal titles. And
2: then she rolls up that note, sticks it up a pigeon's butt, and sends it on its way to Jizz Lane.
0: (laughs) And says, yeah, Andrew, if you were just into pigeon butt, it wouldn't have been so bad. (laughs) Oh, he's into that, too. (laughs) yeah i mean it was probably on the menu on pedophile island right (laughs) that was on the menu. it was like when he was flying there on the lolita express they're like underage boys underage girls orgies pigeon bar (laughs) it's like when you get quail instead of chicken you know (laughs) (laughs) all right um I think we're done for uh, another show. Don't forget the song of the week. If you want to vote, go to uh, the poll on my Twitter. I'm at Ian Canfield on Twitter. Uh, you can choose between uh, Bastille, Dr. Dre with Eminem, or the Red Hot Chili Peppers if you want to talk to us. Uh, communicate via the socials. Ian Canfield on Twitter. Camfield off the radio if you're on Instagram. Or you can send us a message via the website didyouamerica.com. Thanks for listening to this one.